Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I mentioned, I, I spotted this post online. Um, now, it's in New York. It's a landlord there. Caused a lot of, uh, a lot of, well, came in for a lot of criticism, I should say. Um, after posting an advert, this is for an apartment, which said there was only one house rule, no meat or fish in the building. And it's not that meat eaters weren't allowed or banned from the apartment, but they were banned from cooking meat and fish and I thought it was really interesting and I wonder what what landlords what other rules have landlords um, stipulated when you rent it an apartment here in Ireland and we've had a, a lot of different um, experiences have been shared with us on uh, on WhatsApp today Catherine is with us on the line in Dublin Catherine you, you've been listening there to the post that I mentioned I was yeah very interesting well you know I'm a vegan animal activist um, and interestingly enough, I totally agree with the landlord. Oh, do I mean, you? It's all, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's his home. It's what he's worked for. It's his, you know, investment. And if you're a vegan and you're, you know, you have, have compassion for animals, you don't want um, animal flesh being cooked in your home. It's, it runs along the same lines of, I don't want someone smoking. I rent a room in my house. I don't want someone smoking in my house. People are discriminated. People don't want dogs. People don't want pets. They don't want cats. They don't want children in case they wreck the home. So the animal um, flesh eating is like it's a, it's an ethical moral thing, you know. As a vegan, is it the same thing? Yeah, it's the same thing. I certainly would never have anyone cooking flesh, animal flesh, in my home because I'm a vegan activist. I would be, you know, a hypocrite. And you know, it's it's. I find I'm, I'm a part of the vegan and vegetarian house share group. It's where I find my lodgers. Um, we okay. we're, we're more compassionate people. We charge less rent. We don't rip people off. You know, the whole vegan principle is to be kind to all living beings. So, you know, we would have cheaper rent and less rules and, you know, be more flexible. So I totally agree with the landlord. It's, it's his home. It's what he's worked for. Um, it wouldn't kill people not to eat meat. And, you know, as I always say, to watch the videos and see what they're what they're consuming but I, I, I was home. talking I was talking about this in the context of of, uh, of you know this post that I saw in New York but there's actually yeah. you're saying there's there is a website and oh, you, you rent out yeah. a room in yeah. Dublin yeah. and you Vegetarian. only look for vegans you don't Vegetarian. want anyone else no and it's very easy to find people and I find lovely people. I never had an issue with anyone that's rented with me. Like vegans, we, me personally, I don't look for deposit. I don't look for three months' money in advance. I, I have no, um, what to call it, contract. I just say, move in if you're happy, stay. If you're not, move out. You know, I don't have any rules and I'm very easy going. I just, you know, they have to be an animal lover because I have seven rescue animals. Um, but I have no rules. I don't want, you know, it's the same as I don't want someone smoking in my house. I'm a non-smoker and for health issues and the smell, I don't want someone smoking in my house and for safety. So, yeah, it's the same lines as that. So the landlord is entitled to have those rules if he's a vegan and he's a moral person and he cares for animals. What about you, Gabriel? You're listening to uh, to Catherine there. What's your reaction? Well, I'm a bit conflicted, really, I suppose, because... Um, I'm vegan as well and um, would share a lot of uh, the previous caller's um, sort of uh, convictions, I suppose. And uh, so I suppose in the context in which she's talking about it, it it sounds, you know, quite quite a positive thing in terms of... um, finding her her, her tenants in in a specific sort of group let's say um i guess where where i would come on it is more um renting in a sort of what would you say a sort of a real business sense and um 
people being in, in separate units, they have. I, I feel that they would have to allow, be allowed to live their lives in, you know, without troubling anybody else, obviously, in whatever way they they want to, without being dictated to by a landlord. Would, do, do you only, However, would you would, would you only rent to vegan tenants? If if I owned a a house, maybe within which there were sort of rental units, and you know, I felt exposed to certain things. Well, then, then possibly. But if I if I owned a, a building, and you know, effectively each unit was self-contained and didn't interfere with, um, you know, let's say my living space. Well, then, you know. Probably have to be a little bit more more open yeah. in that case. So, in, in in your in your situation, Catherine, it's that you have a communal kitchen, is it? Yes, I live in the house and I work from home. So, absolutely. I mean, my animal, my dog's a vegan, so I don't see why somebody. And you know, it's an it's another way of trying to help people to understand the plight of the animals and what they go through and how they suffer and how bad it is for the environment. And we want to save the world and, you know, the moral end of it and animals are not food and all of that. And I find it's very, I mean, I've, I've met vegetarians who I liked and who moved in and they became vegan within one day when I showed them the videos of the egg industry and the, right. the dairy industry. So it's a, very, it's a way of educating people and helping people to see the light, I believe, as an activist okay. myself. I'm quite a, an avid activist. Le- um, you know, I do a lot of, hopefully, radio work and I talk to my clients about not eating animals and you know it is a huge awareness at the moment yeah okay but I think it's it's, yeah, no, I was just, I, I, I was interested that there's, you know, like I was I, I was asking the question today because I was somewhat um, uh, surprised at the post and just in terms of hearing what, what other stipulations, you mentioned some of them, I mean, you often see things on, on some of the websites, people will say, you know, don't, don't want pets or, um, you know, don't want uh, families or children. But I, I, did, I wasn't aware that it was as common to say, I only only want vegans and, and no meat or no fish eaters. Hugh is with us on the line. Hugh, you're, you're, you are an estate agent and a landlord. Um, how common is this? Yeah, uh, what, what I would say is in, in our business, Humorous Alliance Auctioneers, uh, we're based in, in, in Dublin and Mead in the greater Dublin area. And what we would normally see is all tenancies are uh, uh, done under the Residential Tenancies Board Act. Uh, 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 for renters. This protects the landlords and the tenants uh, in their tenancy and those rules are very clear. Uh, uh, they're standardised uh, 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 lease uh, and there's rules and regulations within that uh, uh, within that document, you know, when someone signs a lease. And I think that's where we stand. Uh, when you have someone in your property, as previous caller talked about, you have to register register the tenancy with the tenancy board uh, and again as I said you have to do a tax return and there's up to 52% tax on rental income uh, depending on the situation uh, so I think when we come down to talking about individuals and what they eat within a property uh, uh, I think that's that's just a no a no go area uh, in in the in the in in the in in the rental market it's it's not something that's legislated for in with the residential tenancies board. So you can't. You're saying you you can't stipulate that you can't. Is that is that, is that your point? I, I I I think when it comes down to it, by by the rules and regulations, you can't stipulate what people eat in their property. It's not there in the residential tenancies board act. So as I said, that in Ireland we are the most 
if not the most regulated uh, rental industry uh, and property industry in the world at this moment in time. Uh, and the point being, every six to 12 months, we have new rules and regulations mm. brought in by the Residential Tenancies Board. That uh, about eating what you eat in the property is not in that rule book at the moment. Are you still there, Catherine? I am. Well, I better work on getting it into the rule book because the veganism is a rising phenomenon. Like I own my house, I've worked hard for it. Um, I can choose. I don't want a smoker in my house. Is that in the re- regulation? Or can you uh, discriminate against animals? Can you discriminate against you know, not taking children? You know, technically, you can't. But I can choose who I have living in my house. Like, I can interview 10 people and select the one that I like the most or the one who I get on with the most. You know, I don't rent like commercially. Of course, my rent is legal. It's paid through my bank account. I do my tax returns. I'm self-employed. I do all of those things. But I don't believe in this contract and rules and regulations. I mean, I'm not going to make someone sign a contract and if they're not happy living in my home and they want to move out. I'm, I'm, I'm not that person. I'm, I'm a vegan, nice But I don't think person. vegans are exempt from their uh, uh, adhering to the residential tenancies boards. No, but I, I think that we need to maybe change it. As, as uh, your caller said, there were adding new rules every year. So I will make an application to the residency board and specify that we can, if, if, you can, if I can say no smoking in my house for health reasons and safety reasons, I can also say no meat for health and safety but reasons. But not on the same grounds. Like, can, can you really, Hugh, turn around and say I don't want a, a, a meat eater? I honestly don't can. think you can uh, with the rules that are there at the moment. If that is something that can be brought into the Act at some point, yes, that that might be something. But I think that would be a very difficult thing to enforce. Uh, well, I'm, in I'm, the resid- I'm, I'm interested in hearing from people today, I suppose, maybe about the um, unusual things or, you know, the stipulations maybe that your landlord had. 87 106 is the WhatsApp number. Have we? Haran is on the line. C- can you hear me OK? I can hear you okay, Andrea. Yeah. Thanks for having me. What's your experience of unusual rules in rental accommodation? So, my experience both as a tenant and as a part of the uh, Community Action Tenants Union is that uh, there is a group of, uh, say, regulations that uh, keep being introduced and weaponized uh, by some, uh, say, for instance, uh, a completely normal uh, ban on smoking in a, in a house. Uh, would uh, end up being used by uh, some landlords uh, for inspections uh, and claiming that they have witnesses uh, of seeing the tenant smoking in the property while the while the tenant is living on like a second or third floor. So it would be very difficult to actually see them through the window or wherever. And of course, they are not smoking. But uh, so that that sort of uh, an excuse for um, for a bit of uh, an interruption in um, normal uh, in normal enjoyment of uh, of tenancy is uh, something that we are very concerned about and also uh, these ad hoc introduction of limitations like uh, ban on visitors that uh, sometimes uh, some landlords just try their hands and see, you know, see I, whether that When works. you mention that actually Haran I, I, I had a few different people um, sent in messages on, on WhatsApp about that that some of their experiences over the years when they rented out an apartment was that they weren't allowed to have visitors or friends over to stay. Now I w- would have thought you couldn't stipulate that if you were renting if you were renting out the house or the apartment. 
people try uh, people try their hand uh, like people people attempt because uh, a lot of tenants are desperate and uh, it's uh, it's hard to uh, it's hard to start a procedure of uh, of a complaint at at a certain stage and uh, if uh, if uh, certain pressure is uh, exerted by uh, by the landlord uh, pretty much we see this uh, in terms of uh, in terms of legality of it, I'm sure that Hugh would be uh, would be happy to add something on it. But mm. uh, but like the, 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 what about that point, Hugh? I mean, surely you can't tell people you can't have a friend over to the house. No, you can't. And on, under the Act or whatever, tenants have rights in in the property, and it's clearly spelled out. That is why uh, the, the the board was set up. It was to protect tenants and landlords. Some would say that it actually protects tenants more nowadays uh, and gives tenants more rights in actual property than the landlord themselves. And that is why we have a huge exodus of landlords out of the market. Part of the reason why we have such an exodus out of the market is because the Tenancy Act is so strong at the moment uh, uh, on uh, rights of residents within uh, the property. And is that where you actually rent out the the complex or the entire property, as opposed to like an owner occupier shared living arrangement? I think a shared living arrangement is becoming a, a, a more popular uh, and affordable way to live in the city centres. Uh, but definitely outside that, uh, it's mostly you know uh, uh, an occupier tenancy will be with one individual uh, or two individuals. They will be the people that will sign the paperwork and will have the rights and the enjoyment of that property uh, that they're occupying. Some of the texts coming in on this. Um, Eamon and Mead says, I've heard a second-hand smoking, but I've never heard a second second-hand uh, meeting, meat-eating before, according to Eamon. Another listener says, I rented a place and the landlord told me I wasn't allowed to have any nighttime visitors. This texter says, what would happen if a tenant lied about being a vegan? They wouldn't have a leg, the landlord wouldn't have a leg to stand on if they tried to evict the tenant on the grounds that they decided to cook meat. Uh, they'd be on the side of the law. This listener, what about the ads that say male only and female only? I wonder what the difference between this and that is. Another texter wondering about um, no landlord is the right or should have the right to dictate the sort of diet a tenant has to adhere to. I'm a Catholic. Should I have the right to dictate what religion religion my tenant should be and shouldn't be? Uh, definitely not, says this listener. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.